Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned, student-staffed, destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell and John Tisdell. Charles Cook gets a steal right back. Cook all the way, blocked. Zirius got it back, missed it. Rebound on the baseline, controlled by UMass. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, it's just not, it's not going to happen. You just know it's not going to happen. Hey, Flyer fans, did you have that feeling tonight? Bet you did. I did a lot earlier before Larry called that one. Larry Hansgen on the call here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I'm John Bedell. He's John Tisdale. And that was a clunker in Amherst again. Dayton Flyers haven't won there in the regular season since February 8, 2004. Keith Wallace-Kowski was still suiting up with the red and blue when the Flyers last won in Amherst. Ramon Marshall was still suiting up when the Flyers last won in Amherst. So did Sean Finn. Yikes, too. Uh, Brian awful. Gregory was still was in his first year as head coach. That's how long ago it was. I mean, look. 67-55, Dayton a loser. 12 points you dropped to the UMass Minutemen. Mm-hmm. They were, past tense, winless in the 8-10. Mm-hmm. You, the Flyers, gave them their first win in conference to yep. start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have clunkers, Tiz. You are. There's and no this was one, and that's fine. It's, it's frustrating tonight. Uh, we can dwell on this one. Archie Miller and company cannot. They've no, they got can't. to not let one they team can't. beat them twice. Exactly. Get back on the horse on Saturday and beat Duquesne. Exactly. You know, all that good stuff. Um, but it doesn't make it any less frustrating. And let's make no mistake, Tiz. You can get one or two of these. You yeah. don't get three or four. No. Uh, no. Yikes. That's not, a not, bad UMass team you just lost to. And, and, John, the concern also is because... Not only that, but it's because you look at their non-conference schedule, Dayton doesn't have that many great resume wins. That's the other thing that's concerning as well. I mean, if you had a couple of non-conference wins, that could balance it out. But Dayton doesn't really have that. Really, your best win right now is against Rhode Island. So, look. There's a lot of ball left to play. A lot of things are still going to happen. So is it time to hit the panic button? Absolutely not. But there is a lot of work for this team to do. And Archie Miller's yeah. already moving on and saying, look, we weren't sharp offensively tonight. Uh, you know, if you would have said that you know, UMass is going to get, what, 67 points. Folks, this is not a good UMass team. This is a bad UMass team. I mean, they went, what, 11-23 from the foul line? Dayton was still in the game when I tweeted out ball game with, like, at the under-four mark. And you're thinking, could Dayton pull the Nevada comeback, at, like, at the pit from last yeah. Saturday? If anyone saw that recap, you're like, maybe? No. I think as you played that recap where Larry said, not going to happen. That's no, not a good and not a good night all around. No, uh, no defensively they brought they brought enough effort defensively to win, but yeah. offensively just so so bad. Tis they couldn't overcome it. Thirty one percent from the field, yikes. Thirty mm-hmm. percent from beyond the three point line, and tis fifty nine percent from the charity stripe. That's, that's just not going to get it done. I don't care. And, and two, the turnovers. Tis the turnovers. That that's tis, the thing that's disappointing. Uh, what was it? Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen turnovers. That's what they have. They had eleven at the half. That's what they try to keep to at the game. That's mm-hmm. Archie's goal for the entire forty minutes. You had eleven turnovers at the mm-hmm. break. 
Yeah. Yikes. And as uh, Russell Russell pointed out on, uh, by the way, you can watch us on Facebook Live, um, on uh, Facebook Live video. Uh, Russell put this over, put this well. 20 or so turnovers is why no win. Russell, exactly right. Uh, there's That's one way you can get on the uh, show. But you can uh, comment with us on uh, our Facebook Live video. You can also call us at 457-1290. You can also tweet uh, uh, John John and I on Twitter Which as well. is where we'll go right now. 457-1290 is the number of Flyers Therapy Wednesday night here on mm-hmm. AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. Dick and Dayton, you're on Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind, Dick? John and John, I've never... They just couldn't play right tonight. It was disgusting, you know? Yeah, it was tough to watch, Dick. That was uh, yeah. that, almost yeah, from the opening was. tip. I mean, you know, they weren't. They were rushing their shots. You're not going to win the game, guys, on 18 turnovers. But, you know, I, I, I was feeling good. You know, they had won the last three, like you said, you know? But they've got to regroup. They can't continue this, you know. No, you're right, John. You're right. It's uh, it's a disappointing. It's a, it's it's very disappointing after the week they had last week. Didn't uh, didn't take care of the ball. Nope. And John, we thank you for the call. Ball stopped. A lot on offense, Tiz. Yep. Poor shot selection. Mm-hmm. Missing bunnies. That's a bad recipe. And you haven't won here for 12 years on the road. And, and this kind of performance is exactly why. And we'll more on this when we come back. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. More of it and your calls. Ed and Highland and Tom and Beaver Creek. Hang on. We'll get to you on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online at WHIO.com and at the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. Good evening, it's 9.30. I'm JT Zabo with the WHIO Radio News Update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. More rain on the way and then big weather changes for the end of the week. We'll get your forecast coming up. From the WHIO 24-Hour Team Traffic Center, freeways are moving normally this hour, but Dayton police are still on scene of a pedestrian crash. That's in the 2800 block of North Main Street, blocking traffic there. And on to our top story tonight at 9.30, Dayton police are now investigating a fatal fire as a homicide. Well, we had crews that uh, responded to a fire in an apartment building on Rugby Road. The fire was on the second floor. Uh, crews arrived on the scene. We did have two uh, occupants within the fire structure itself. Uh, both have been taken to the hospital at this time. Uh, one is a fatal. That's Dayton Fire Chief Jeff Payne, who says the fatality is one of two females located in the apartment. Dayton police are just beginning their homicide investigation. And Springfield police are searching for a gunman after one person is shot tonight. That shooting was reported just after 6 on Sherman Avenue. Careflight was initially requested but could not fly due to the weather. Police have not yet released the victim's identity or the suspect's information. And an update on a story in Preble County tonight is Eaton Police issuing an endangered missing alert for a 16-year-old girl. Cops are looking for Jamie Houndshull, a student at the County Alternative School, who was last seen at her home on Sunday. She is believed to be in the company of a 19-year-old named Dalton Nisley. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. Dayton's 24-hour news is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Continuing news now. A Dayton teen is injured tonight after being struck by a car. The 16-year-old boy was taken to Granville Medical Center after being struck by the car in the 2800 block of North Main Street. That teen suffered lower body injuries and police are continuing to investigate. 
And a Miami County woman is in jail tonight, accused of raping a 17-year-old mentally handicapped man. Bail has been set on 36-year-old Radina Owen at a million dollars. Troy police say the male victim was afraid to talk about the encounters out of fear he would be beat up if the woman got in trouble. Again, that's WHO's Ron Otto. And a Covington man is dead tonight after accidentally shooting himself. Police were called to the Regency Court's apartment and say an adult male accidentally shot himself while preparing to go target shooting with his brother. That man was taken to an area hospital in Troy but succumbed to his injuries and the incident remains under investigation. And now we welcome back Eric with your exclusive Storm Center 7 forecast. On and off showers will continue as we head through the night, becoming breezy but staying mild. Only 55 are low, up to 60 tomorrow with more showers and storms. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of live Doppler 7 HD radar is showing patchy showers moving in out of the Dark County area, but it is mostly clear elsewhere. It's 59 here in downtown Dayton at 933. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm JT. Zabo on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide. Casano's Pizza has been Dayton's favorite hometown pizza for over 60 years. Please welcome back Casano's fans in the stands. UD Flyer basketball pregame show hosted at our Brown Street store. Make it your pregame or postgame stop for every home game. Just say King Me when you order an extra-large deluxe pizza at regular menu price and receive a free medium pepperoni pizza. Call 294-KING or visit 294king.com to order now. Go Flyers! This Flyer Flashback is brought to you by Miller Valentine Group. Sophomore Ryan Mikesell from St. Henry had a collegiate debut that any freshman would envy. Playing in his very first game, he scored a career-high 21 points in a win against Southeast Missouri State. Speaking of history, for over 50 years, Miller Valentine has been the winning formula for companies looking to relocate, renovate, build, or expand in the Dayton region. Experience the difference. Find out more at MVG.com. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back to Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, John Tisdale with you here. Archie Miller and his Flyers are loser tonight. 67-55 to the UMass Minutemen in Amherst. Uh, let's take a look at the box score. No, oh, there it is. There it is. There's the box score. February 8th, 2004. And counting. The streak continues, Tiz. <sighs> Flyers have a one there in the regular season. They did win an A-10 tournament game, to be fair, in 2011. They did. They did. You're right. But as far as regular season games go, they have not won there in 12 more. Almost almost 12 years. It was February That's 8th just, of 04, uh, so... Tis mm-hmm. the House of Horrors continues uh, in Amherst well, for the hashtag Fayers. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, from Steve, Steve from Facebook watching us on Facebook Yikes. Live. Yeah, <laughs> that's a way to put it, Steve. Thanks very much. Uh, look, I mean, 
<laughs> I think to put it well, put it just to put in perspective how much UMass has fallen. Uh, Larry and Bucky mentioned during the broadcast the first year Dayton played at the Mullen Center was January 6, 1996. UMass was number one in the country, and some guy by the name of John Calipari was coaching them. Um, it was a sellout, 9,493. I saw on the UMass's website the attendance, I don't think, was even at 3,000 tonight at the Mullen Center. I mean, it was, I mean, it was about, it was quiet. It was quiet, and it was just a bad, uh, bad effort. And they set the tone early, Tiz. Archie, they did. Archie they didn't play well. You to could start see the game. it. You could see it if you sat and watched or listened to this game. Within yeah. the first five to mm-hmm. ten minutes of this game, Tiz clunker for the Flyers. Yeah, uh, the organization was off. Mm-hmm. Their ball security was way off. They turned the ball over nineteen times. Yeah, Tiz, you gave a young team confidence at home. You can't do that. No, you can't. The ball stuck offensively. They had bad shot selection. They missed a lot of bunnies, and the free throw percentage, Tiz, sixty percent. As Archie said, you make it almost impossible when you give that kind of offensive exactly. effort. Almost impossible. Exactly to, right. To, you don't. You just don't even give yourself a chance to win. And 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 look, I mean, the sophomores didn't. No one played well tonight. With the, with the the one that probably did well was Kyle Davis, six of eight tonight, and he I think he finished with a team high sixteen points. No one else played well tonight. I mean, Scoochie Smith, three of nine from the floor. Charles Cook, three of eleven in his first game back. You want to talk about Rusty? Seven turnovers, uh, nine points. Look, he wasn't the only one that had a bad night. Kendall Pollard, two of eight from the floor, two of six from the foul line, fouled out. I think with what eight points. Taking two three pointers. Love Kendall. He's not a three point shooter. Go to the basket. Um, Ryan Mike sell two of ten. He didn't. He, he struggled. Uh, Zarius wins one of two. Uh, I think he had a c- couple of points. Sam Miller, John Crosby didn't even get. Uh, didn't even score tonight. Daryl Davis had eight points. Five of five from the foul line. That that was in the early going of the game. It was just. I mean, there's some nights where you can't make shots. That's fine. But just. The way that Dayton did it tonight, that's what's more disappointing to me. Yeah. 457-1290 is the number. Dayton Flyers Therapy Wednesday night here on Flyer Feedback. Tom in Beaver Creek. Tom, what's on your mind tonight, brother? Hey, guys. Um, hopefully we got the worst game out of our system now. <laughs> Wouldn't you uh, hope? Let's hope You'd so. hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tell you what, I, a lot of it, I, I had to blame a lot of it on coaching there, toward, especially towards the end when they uh, took Kyle Davis out. Uh, it was on the defensive end, too. I'm like, okay, he's our best defensive player, and we took him out. And I, I quite did not quite understand that. Well, he had four fouls, so that was one of the reasons why, because he went to the line, made two free throws, and he had four fouls. So he had to go with the offense-defense switch with four fouls. So I think that was one of the reasons why. Well, I, I, when he was in there, that's when they started turning the ball over. Well, and, and, uh, Yeah, I mean, I, that, to me, you got to leave him in there. Right. He's, he's the best player, in my opinion. He should just uh, – um, yeah. always be in there and he gets great effort and he's the only one that showed up tonight well Archie did put all the, he shouldered all the blame after this one time yes, you he heard did. him in the post game he said look this is on me and I thought now you could tell I think these guys are in for a long couple days of practice between now and Duquesne with the way Archie was sounding in that post game but he did yeah. say look it was on me and I, I thought I made it clear wink wink how we had to play and uh, we obviously did not tonight with, with yeah. oh my gosh Tom their ball security was woo it was bad. That, uh, it was on the road. Can't do it anywhere, but you can't. You cannot do that on the road against no, you a young team like UMass. Get no, you cannot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they started like three freshmen and a sophomore too. I mean, yeah, they're a young like team. The, we looked like the freshmen out there instead of all the seniors. Yeah, they were rattled. They did not look good. No, they uh, didn't. Yeah. at all, Tom. Certainly disappointing. We got that they had last week. We hope so. All right. Yep. Thanks, Tom. Hey, thanks for the call, Tom, here on Flyer Feedback. Yeah, you just told to get out of your system, Tiz, because like I mentioned, yeah, you can I get agree. one or two of these. You can't get it. You got one last year of the LaSalle. You had resume wins to cancel that out by the right. time the LaSalle clunker rolled around last year. But, Tiz, 
we talked about the resume throughout the year. You got the roadie win, and now they don't have any bad losses. No. But there's no real notches no. on the resume the so concern. far going forward to cancel these kind of things and, out. And so that's you my must concern. not pile these up. No. Back to the phone lines, we go to Daryl in Chicago. Uh, Daryl, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind tonight? Well, first off, I, I totally agree that, that, that the Flyers cannot afford um, any more losses like this because – they don't have any big victories, and the team they played tonight was not a strong team. Um, that being said, moving past that, I'll tell you a bigger concern I have is next year's group without these seniors. Grant, forget how bad they they played tonight other than Kyle Davis. John Crosby is no way, can no way, at heck, in the point guard position at all. Fifty percent, forty percent next year. It, it's going to be a long season next year. Um, with uh, with these sophomores, I, I'm not talking Mike Sell and I'm not talking Zarius, uh, but the others just uh, they can't play. Thank you for the call, Daryl. Yeah, that's been a you know a couple of people have been worried about next year, Tiz, but you yeah. know I think they'll be all right. You got a really good recruiting class coming in. You do. Um, I do worry about Crosby at times. Yeah, Bucky said we're it talking a lot about this the during the, before the show. You know, so Bucky's ahead. brought this up a couple different times. He just looks like Tiz. He's trying to do too much. Um, yeah, I, I thought the game was starting to slow down for him a little bit a couple weeks ago, but Bucky's just, you know, Bucky's been pointing out, man, he's just forcing a little bit. I, I, I would just, I'd like to see him calm down a little bit. I know. Uh, there's a lot of times where he seems to, um, you know, I, he leaves his feet without making a decision. Right. Often, and that's and one that's thing you don't do. Watch. That's this, not a good thing to do. Uh, this was a collective effort. This was just. Right. I really thought Tiz outside of Kyle Davis tonight who brought a game. I just. No, and it wasn't just to watch. It was, it was. There, there was no flow to the game. Really, there was no flow by any team. You know, getting the sense from listening to Larry and Bucky, there was no flow to the game, and just went yeah, effort, an ugly game for a while, went, right? But and when, on UMass's part too. No, that first half oh, was turnover teams. city for both. Now, we you know we obviously tend to fo- focus on Dayton. This is a Dayton Flyer show, obviously, right? Right. But but tis that first half, man, that was some ugly ball at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I felt like there was possessions where it was. Three and four times yeah. back and forth down the court. Turnover yeah. Dayton, turnover UMass, turnover Dayton, turnover Minutemen. Just sloppy ball play. Right. D- just real quickly, game. the numbers on Crosby coming into tonight's game. Daryl alluded to that. Uh, Crosby came in tonight averaging 2.9 points a game, shooting 33% from the floor, five at 10 from three-point range. This is the stat that worries me. If he's going to be the point guard uh, of the future, 7 of 19 from the foul line at 37%. And and we you mentioned to it, we've heard Bucky allude, allude to it. Um, that is a concern, especially when he's playing out of control he just needs to just slow down and it, it, it wasn't just Crosby tonight it wasn't just him I mean look Mike Sell didn't make shots Zarius didn't Zarius didn't I think took two shots Sam Miller struggled I think he had an open shot and hit the hit the bottom of the backboard uh, yeah he went a little shots. too deep on the uh on the receive there yeah. just got got himself behind the glass and that didn't end well and one of the concerns I have and uh, you still want to hear from you at 457-1290 what this team Here's another concern. Uh, UMass has good size. They utilized that tonight, and they went. They made this team, Nate Dayton, play a half court game. Dayton's that's not Dayton's strength, and I thought that was a little bit especially of a when the ball tonight. sticks. Tis right. when they got their offense moving, and that that offense in particular is predicated on right. ball movement. Exactly. And when the ball sticks for this team in the half court, tis bad things are going exactly to happen. Right. And that happened tonight. And look, you get yourself a sixty-seven fifty-five. Exactly right. Womp womp at uh, UMass. Joey in New York wants to talk about the game tonight. Joey, welcome to Flyer hey guys, Feedback. how you doing? I'm well. Well, I've been better. How are you? <laughs> uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, really a stinker of a game. Um, I, I, I couldn't understand why they took out Baby D 
in in the beginning of the game. Uh, didn't he make his first four shots, something like that? And and um, and I listened to the Bonaventure game, and he was one of the catalysts in that Bonaventure game. Uh, I don't understand why they don't give him enough playing time. When he's hot, he's hot. Yeah, he can be a nice asset, Joey. When he's when he's uh, when he's feeling it. He can make a big difference tonight. He started. I know he started four or four from the free throw. Five line, of five tis. from the line. Five, five of five, five from the line. Did he have a three pointer with that too? No, Finished? no, he did not. Thought he did in the early game. Uh, he got oh. fouled on a three point shot. I mean, he scored. Joey, yeah. he scored eight points to start the game. So he got off to a good start and he was aggressive in the early going. He did get a three. You're, you're correct, John. He did make. A I three. thought he hit one early. Yeah, he, he finished did. with eight That's points. Correct. So he five of five from the line in the one three point Rhode Island game, and you know. We beat Rhode Island without uh, without Charles, and we we should have really kept him in. I I, I think Charles was he, he looked hurt. He didn't look like himself at all. Even the first couple of up and down the court, um, I, they should give uh, Baby D a little more time, especially uh, when he's hot in the beginning. Because you never know where it's going to go. I mean, the kid is a great natural shot. Well, and especially, Joey, if he's feeling it, like you talked about, when you start making threes, and you saw that against Rote or against Bonaventure, you can start making threes, you can start laying the wood to teams. And yeah. D- Davis, man, when he's on, he's streaky. But, man, when he's on, he is a real offensive weapon for this team. And got a beautiful was, shot. They, they look done. good, Joey, without Cook, and I was disappointed to see him return and just to see them not be able to build off of the great week they had. You know, they play well. They play great without him. He won 2-0 against two of the better teams in the league. Yeah. He comes back, and he looks rusty, and so does everybody else, aside from Kyle Davis. Exactly. Well, listen, thanks for taking my call. Hey, you're welcome, right, Joey. Thanks, thanks Joey. for uh, checking in from New York. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Joey wins tonight for Far Away Phone Call Friday. Absolutely. Now, unfortunately, we all lose for having to watch that game just now uh, or listen to it. Well, <laughs> but Joey wins far away phone call Wednesday. Well, we appreciate the call. We appreciate the call. We do like, me. I well, always enjoy having people check in from, like, Joey in New York. Uh, we got a guy calling from... Daryl from Chicago. We just Darryl, heard from yeah. him. Uh, so, I mean, we appreciate Florida you guys listening week, to us so. on uh, on WHIO.com. Listen to us on the WHIO app. Absolutely. We appreciate right. you guys. Friends, so. Hey, we're on iTunes now. Yes, we Did are. You know that? And on iHeartRadio. We're fancy. Yes, we are. Yes, 457-1290. So, we want to hear from you. your podcast app. That's right. 457-1290. We're taking this all the way to 10 o'clock. So... Uh, look, Dayton wasn't the only one that lost tonight. As uh, look, how about, no, how about, another shocker, Tiz. Yeah, how about this for a shocker? Davidson losing at home to Fordham, sixty to fifty-four. That is that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it wasn't for Dayton, that would have been the upset of the night. But uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> no, no, yeah. this was the upset of the night without a doubt. So VCU elsewhere around the A10, Tiz mentioned Fordham over Davidson. Mm-hmm. VCU holds home serve and beats the. Stuffing out of GW. Tis 85-55 VCU mm-hmm. over GW. The Rams are now 4-0 atop the A-10 with yep. the Richmond Spiders, who beat St. Bonaventure in Richmond tonight. 78-61. Tis, yeah, they're, they're uh, uh, Mooney's company, Mooney and Company, 10-6, 4-0 on the A-10. They're atop the standings with mm-hmm. VCU. Yep. Duquesne over St. Louis, a uh, 9-8 and 2-2 and Duke squad that Dayton goes to saturday right in pittsburgh uh, at the uh, ppg paints arena too not the palumbo right. center saturday that's right so they get a look at the dukes for the first time uh tis that is a pod team mm-hmm. uh for the flyers and we should and also you get another look or you get a first look at right. ppg paints that's arena exactly where the right. 10 tournament is going to be that's exactly right because the acc tournament is going to be in brooklyn this year yeah so. the acc wanted to move in for two years so the a 10 said right yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll so, go to Pittsburgh. Uh, PPG Paints Arena this year and uh, the Verizon Center in Washington, D.C. next year. But um, Tiz, the one thing they've done a really good job under Archie Miller in particular is we talk about this a lot. Yeah, we do. Look, you got a clunker. That, that's fine. As we mentioned, you, you can't you, let them you, beat you, you twice. You can't have a lot of these this year. But 
you must not let this UMass team beat you twice. You've nope. got to rebound, and you must, must go to Duquesne and rebound and get the Dukes and take the split this week. Take your medicine tonight. Okay, fine. Clunker. Yeah. But now you got to move on. Wash your hands of this on. one. Move on. Absolutely. And you take care of business, and you get a nice road win in Pittsburgh against, I think, Tiswood should be a pretty decent Flyers crowd, or amidst what I think should be a pretty right. decent and Flyers usually, crowd. Right, and usually Dayton travels very well uh, from Pittsburgh. It's about, what, a three-, four-hour four drive? Yeah, it's about three-and-a-half, four hours right. from Dayton. Yeah, because we have uh, friends of ours, even from here. That decent alumni Pittsburgh. base in Pittsburgh, too. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, uh, four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. But uh, so again, Dayton Falls tonight. Uh, another another sad trip to New England. Uh, so uh, and uh, the Flyers are going to be coming home uh, tonight. Uh, Larry Hans going to be back on the host chair, hosting Miami Valley's Morning News. No sleep for Larry. No, no sleep for Larry. No sleep for me. I'll be back on the board where Brendan is, flying the jet, <laughs> yeah, flying the plane. Uh, David Jablonski yeah. had the. Uh, Two-hour drive from Boston Logan Airport to Amherst, Massachusetts. So, oh, the Jabo's got to do that tomorrow, driving into Boston. They'll take him about half half the day, probably. <laughs> if we want to look on the bright side, coming into tonight, Dayton's RPI was 32. That is yes. sure to take a hit after that, you just lost to a, a 96 RPI team in mm-hmm. Rhode Island or uh, in uh, UMass. UMass. Sorry, I'm just so frustrated. <laughs> I can't read. Uh, Ken Palm. So coming into tonight, tis RPI of 32, 34 yeah. in the Ken Palm rankings. Lenardi's latest bracket. He had Dayton as an 11 seed playing storyline because we know the committee mm-hmm. loves those St. Mary's. Yep. Uh, but that's just Lenardi. Mm-hmm. And then bracket matrix. If you uh, like bracketology, it takes everybody who does a bracket on the interwebs. Yep. And the Flyers were on the eight seed line. They're at mm-hmm. 8.47. At least they yeah. were coming into the night. So bracketmatrix.com has the Flyers on the eight seed line. So at least if we're looking on the bright side, uh, but that was all before tonight. Yeah. To, uh, went to UMass and. Yeah, we got to take a look at it. a after. big old, you know what, uh, burger. <laughs> rotten egg. Just uh, they laid a rotten egg tonight. We'll just uh, <laughs> Woo! leave it there. It's a stinker tonight. A stinker tonight over in Hamhurst, Massachusetts. Yep, 67-55. The Dayton Flyers are loser. John Bedell and John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. Dayton still leads the all-time. Well, actually, you know what? The all-time series is tied. Tied at 12. 12 games apiece. The home stretch of Flyer Feedback on the other side, right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. 2016 flew by, and boy, it's time now to start thinking 2017 and make some plans. Make some plans for fun. Make some plans for a trip of a lifetime. Join me on YMT Vacations 12-day Hawaiian Island cruise and tour leaving Dayton on June 9th. We'll be flying to Honolulu, and there we get on board Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America, first cruising to Maui, then the Big Island Hawaii, and also Kauai. Then we'll come back to Oahu, and we'll have a couple of days there where you can relax on Waikiki Beach, go to a Go to Pearl Harbor. Now, the price of the trip is just $3,888, and that includes airfare from Dayton, hotels, meals on the ship, taxes, and so much more. Now, you can put this trip together on your own for a price like that, and with YMT, they take such good care of you every step of the way. So call today to reserve your spot at 1-800-716-1757. That's 1-800-716-1757. Celebrate in 2017 with me in Hawaii. 
for Good News in Dayton. This is Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company. The Dayton Clinical Oncology Program is a nonprofit community organization funded by the National Cancer Institute. Cancer patients in Dayton and surrounding areas can access state-of-the-art national cancer treatment, prevention, and cancer control clinical trials right in their local community. Studies are available for patients newly diagnosed as well as those with recurrent disease. They partner with local Dayton hospitals as well as hospitals in northern Ohio, eastern Indiana, and Wright State University. Since 1983, over 6,000 cancer patients have been enrolled in national oncology clinical trials through the Dayton Clinical Oncology Program. Cancer is a nasty disease, and the Dayton Clinical Oncology Program is helping find the cure. Thank you for all you do. Your good news for Dayton. Good news in Dayton is brought to you by Grunder Landscaping Company, Park and Go Airport Parking, and West Banco Bank. For more information, visit goodnewsindayton.com. Hey, WHIO listeners, Sergeant Mark here. Sergeant Mark Bauer in the WHIO Traffic Center. You know, I've been on the air here for 32 years, and this station's been around since the 1930s. I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who solemnly swear, swear, swear. That's a long time. And we couldn't have made it this long without you, our listeners. So we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our radio station? They have the best talk personalities. Breaking news. Breaking news coming in this hour from Afghanistan. Traffic report. I'm seeing cars stuck all over the Miami Valley. Weather. School closings. WHIO is the news leader and has been for many years. It has the best local news. If it's important to Dayton, we're talking about it. I've always listened to them and, uh, and I always will. We give you the best breaking news, weather, and traffic. It's simply the best. This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to the Miami. Miami Valley's home for Fox News, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On and off showers will continue as we head through the night, becoming breezy but staying mild. Only 55 are low. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, for the last time that I Welcome back into our studios, John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. Brendan Fote, the man behind the glass, flying the plane. Producer extraordinaire, thank you, Brendan. Thank you, for yes, thank here, you so much. I don't know how to run that thing. <laughs> I mean, I know you do, Tis, but that would make yeah. it complicated. Uh, Flyers are loser tonight, 67-55. Dayton drops to 12-4. and Overall, their first loss in the 8-10 season. 3-1 mm-hmm. now are the Flyers, a yep. game behind uh, Richmond and VCU, Tiz, atop the 8-10 standings. Frustrating tonight, yes. A clunker, yes. Yes. Uh, but not an insurmountable loss because, no. as we mentioned, you get no. you get a couple of these. You can get a couple of these, Tiz. They're going to happen on the road. I get that. Um, but, hey, if they finish 14-4 and and you go rack yeah. up wins the rest of the way again, so let's say you split with VCU... You get Richmond at Richmond. Exactly. You get Richmond. You get actually. You get, yeah, you get Richmond at Dayton. Dayton. That's coming up next. You know, uh, you get Richmond. You go get Davidson. You'll be fine. Right. You end up fourteen and four. They're, okay. And this clunker is one of them. Mm-hmm. You can live with that. Right. Listen. There's a lot of ball left to play. There's there's a lot of time. Look. It, it starts Saturday. It starts Saturday. You're not getting this one back. And as Archie Miller said, has said so many times, you cannot let the, a team beat you twice. You cannot let UMass beat you twice. And that's just the key. I mean, we remember back 2014. Remember that bad game they had at St. Joe's uh, in February, right at the end of February after they yeah. played so well. This is before the Elite Eight run. Not the A-10 game. I'm talking about at Philly when they just got 
taken to the woodshed. Oh, they did, too. And yeah. they did. That bad game. Archie said, we're not going to let St. Joseph's beat you twice. Well, guess what? They didn't, and we saw what happened with that Flyer team. Ironically, they did lose to St. <laughs> Joe's two more times. That's that right. Season. Well, they did. That's beside the point. That's beside the point. Yeah, thanks for the show by uh, Lanson Callaway that wasn't called. <laughs> but you can't let UMass beat you twice. And look, the, and Archie even said, it's on me. David Jablonski tweeted that on uh, on his Twitter account. Our, our, our friend and colleague from Dayton Daily News tweeted that. He said it to Larry Hanskin. And you know what? If they it went once the team lands, they may be they may hit the practice floor possibly. Tell you what, I've learned oh. I learned a lot of things doing this show mm-hmm. uh, over the years with guys like Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and Nate Green, and Josh Pastorino. One of the things I've learned is yeah. that it's on me is coach speak from Archie for it is not going to be a fun. I would not no. want to be one of those guys at practice because that is always code to his for you are not going to have fun at practice the next couple days. No, so buckle up, kiddos. <laughs> Once you get home from uh, nope. Amherst. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That, that is not going to be a uh, – it, it's not going to be a fun couple of days before you hit get hit the no. road to Pittsburgh. So. And it's a clunker because I would say we felt this exact same way last year, and I think right. many fans did, after that LaSalle game. Exactly. Now, that one was worse on a resume because if I recall, I mean, LaSalle oh. was inching close to – I think 200 RPI. Yeah, that was worse. That loss was worse. Uh, UMass is 96. Not great. No. But at least they're within the top 100. (laughs) Right. Uh, LaSalle was not, and they ended up with an NCAA tournament bid last year. They were fine with one of them. That was the only one they had. They controlled it the rest of the way, and that was was it. And let me be fair. UMass, at least, they they lost by two at Ole Miss. Now, is Ole Miss like a fire breather in the the SEC in basketball? No. But that's not not awful to go to Ole Miss and lose by two points, 90-88. Then they host Temple and they win that one 70-67 that's not a bad game they lose at Providence 75-69 so we know that UMass has got talent has got some talent it's young talent and uh and that's the thing with a young team you don't you you want to put a young team away not give them confidence yeah, and the problem was that. Dayton was not sharp tonight with those turnovers and UMass made them pay and they and they forced Dayton to play the half court and they weren't moving the ball well tonight. Four, that was why they lost. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety phones ringing off the hook tonight. Before we get out of here, Mike and West Carrollton. Mike, welcome to Flyer Feedback. Hi. Hey, hi. What's on your mind, Mike? I was just wondering. Uh, yeah, season ticket holder, go to every game, watch every game. Um, why would Archie leave Scoochie sitting on the bench for so long when Crosby was playing so bad? He had a horrible game. He was in foul trouble in the first half. That was one reason. So he had two fouls. Yeah, foul trouble was that, a big that, one. that was one of the reasons. Well, thank you for the call, Mike. Sorry to let you go, but we're up against it here. But yeah, uh, foul trouble was one of them, Tiz. And we talked uh, about that during the break. There's one guy that Dayton can't be without foul trouble. That's Scoochie Smith. And that happened tonight. And that was one of the reasons why Dayton, I think, was uh, out of sync tonight. Yep. Yeah. 67 55, a loser, but hey, you got to get up off the mat. And, Moving uh, on. Now they even the series, Tiz. Moving on. 12 and 12 all time. It really, it's really hard to believe. I really thought, Tiz, this was going to be the year they would get up I off the Schneid in UMass. They I have too. not won there in their regular season since February 8th of 2004, Tiz. I mean, Keith Walskowski was still playing. I mean, Ramon Marshall and Sean Finn and those guys, they were still playing. I mean, that's how long ago since the regular season. I mean, it's just, it's been that long. Look, um, you know, final thoughts of this one as we uh, wind down the show. Look, Flyers didn't play well. I mean, there's some questions. I mean, I think foul trouble was a factor tonight. Uh, Charles Cook was rusty tonight. The turnovers hurt Dayton. Now it's on to Duquesne. And we'll see what happens Saturday afternoon, John. Two words for me on Saturday. Ball.
movement. Yep. Must happen. That's mm-hmm. going to do it for us, Flyer fans. One more time, Dayton a loser in a clunker, 67-55 to the UMass Minutemen. Our next game is Saturday, as Tiz just mentioned, at Duquesne. Our coverage starts with the Bud Light pregame show. Tiz, Saturday morning. Saturday morning, 11 o'clock. Larry has the tip at noon. We will see you on the radio from Pittsburgh Saturday, Flyers fans. Until then, I'm John Tisdale. And I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody. Go, Go Flyers. Flyers.